What is good? What is poppin' everybody? My name is Uncle C. My name is No Sean. Welcome to Bad Habits, episode 108. We in the building. Here we go. We might have Dan joining us in a little bit. We'll see. Uh, we had to get started. He is in, uh, what's the word? Incapacitated? It's in host no. mode. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But right now. Well, Mance is constipated. That's what we'll go with. He's constipated. He can't join us just right. yet. He's snapping a log off. But and we'll, just, we'll figure it out. Just a big fat log. Uh, what are you drinking this evening? We always forget to talk Fucking about Fucking beer, mate. Just bloody beer. Fucking beer. Beautiful. I like that. Simple. I got the Quattro Ginger and Lime. It's two and two. One to one. So two milligrams THC, two CBD. Pussy old thing, that. Get that dog up here. What's going on? Mate, not much. It's fucking rainy cunts, shits, fucking dick balls weather. So I've just been uh, making boots. That's whack. Yeah. Made some making nice. beats. That's good. Um, fucking researching sync companies. I've been posting videos on from my Instagram videos on TikTok because I couldn't be fucked. Um, just, yeah, just making beats, mate. Just, just boots. Nice. Yeah. Fucking around, with, fucking like around with new plugins, um, mastering a new mixtape for artists out in BC, and yeah, just in the, just in the studio. Yeah, it's it's the, well, the first song just got sent to me for mastering, and I'm just doing the uh, yeah the mastering for a ten song mixtape by Trilogy. She's from That's she's from Belleville, about. Ontario, represent, uh, uh, but she lives out in uh, in BC. So yeah. She's just doing her thing, and I'm mastering that. So I've been busy in the lab, mate, which is Very where cool. I like to be. Love it. Beats uh, updates for people. Might as well do that right now. Yeah, what's, fuck. What's uh, the go? Um, notionbeats.com. There's a folder called Notion Beats because there's multiple folders on that lovely website. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's new shit there. All the new ones are at the bottom. Um, yeah, I've, I've been making beats this whole week and I need to upload those, but I'll probably do them tomorrow because tomorrow is Monday or today's Monday if you're listening right now, live or whatever. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's all happening. Just going to fucking keep updating the, the beats and making sure cunts know what's going on. Love it. Did you have any, did you think more about, uh, I think last episode, we suggested that you put like you just do a folder this 2023, you make a fresh one as of January 1st and then yeah. you basically do it every year. Yeah, that's pretty much what I was going to organize tomorrow. Just, I'm just <clears> going <throat> to re-organize uh, the structure of it because, yeah, it's a little messy and some cunts have been finding it hard to find it. But, uh, yeah, so Bandcamp's a bit of a shit because it just doesn't want to organize things in order even though I put it in order. It just doesn't want to do it. So I might have to delete it all and start again. It's quite tedious. It's quite the cunt, as we say. You could, what you could probably do is make a 2022 folder and re-upload the beats that you'd want to put in that, like say the best ones from this year in that yeah. one, and then leave this existing folder and name it 2021 and, and, and earlier. Then you have a 2022 with the best up to the end of the year, and then you can start fresh next year with new ones. And that should put them at the very front because you put the release date. And yeah, because it's a new folder. Because be when I change the dates of the existing ones, it doesn't go into the order it should be. So it's being uh, absolute gotcha. ENS. So I think that would be the best yeah, way so I've got a, if you'd made that. I've got some administrational days tomorrow, so a big cup of tea and I'll fucking get it done, mate. Love to see it. Love it. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. 
We, for those who didn't check it out yet, Relentless Deluxe is out as well. It's um, it dropped last. Hang on, what was it? Friday the 18th, so I guess a week ago. Nice little response so far. I feel like Deluxe albums obviously is the same shit plus some. Yeah, but people songs, people have so been contacting like, me or have one person be like, yo, I've seen it. This album came out. I'm like, yeah, they're Deluxe, eh? They're like, oh, the Deluxe? I'm like, yeah. Like, it's already been. Cunts didn't know. Yeah. And I saw I got next for the first time. And I was like, say word. There was a good response. I posted the full. This is interesting. I forgot about that. Thank you for bringing that up. I posted the video on Instagram. Yeah. I've been meaning to do it for a while. I just kept forgetting just because you could put the full videos. And I did that for from TMF and from uh, from my account. Mm. So I put, I got next up. And man, people were commenting as if they hadn't seen it before the way they were talking. I'm like, yeah, I guess not everyone sees everything you do, right? 100%. So it's kind of. Kind of cool to get that, and it was good timing, I thought, because additional promo for the album, which was perfect timing. So, yeah, man, I saw some. I'm trying to think of who it was as you were talking just then. Like, um, there's some producer or engineer or artist that we love, and they were saying how they like you know, regular artists don't promote enough, like, and people, you know, exactly what we we're just talking about. Like, people didn't know you had the fucking album out for a whole year, and they think that the shit's like literally brand new, and it's like people don't. Uh, I think it was just like a, a story that I posted that was like, I don't know, some motivational shit saying people don't fuck, like artists don't own their own shit enough. Don't, artists don't promote their own shit enough and over and over and over because it takes weeks and months for cunts to see. Like if we take note of the the really annoying cunty ads that pop up from our voice recognition and shit, like in our timelines, like those ads are relentless to the point where I have to click on it and say, I see it too often to get it to fuck off. And we need to treat... We need to use that same sort of like uh, tenacity with showing cunts that we have something new. We don't do it enough. And like I've been putting up like my beat tapes from YouTube from two fucking years ago in quarantine. I had some people respond to it like, these are fly, I could work to this music. And I was like, get fucked. Like just, you know, people really genuinely don't see your shit. So we have to constantly be promoting old shit in a cycle, which is something, something I've been thinking about in the last, uh, honestly, the last week. I know you did that. I saw because you tagged TMF. So is that I the one? Yeah, sweet. From TMF. Who was that? I, I thought to some who, 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 like what? what oh, I don't remember somebody the, that we um, fucked. Sorry, with. I was talking. I don't recall who yeah. it was, but I remember you tagging TMF. So I reposted your projects. I guess that's what. Yeah, I mean. word up. And I thought that was dope. And on that note, I don't know if you remember. And I used to do this years ago, and I just got out of it. So I had a Hootsuite account. And what I did was I had all of these, I've got a spreadsheet of like 200 tweets for everything we've ever released. Fucking hell. And I had them and I scheduled them all once per day. Yeah, for months. I did like two to, no, I did more than that. Probably four to six months in advance. And there was going to be a tweet a day, which is like, yo, check out the single, Young and Crazy from Notion. Here's the link, you know, Mm -hmm. like all that type of shit. Um, And I got a little old, but... um, because it is repetitive, but it's every 200 days and it's one tweet or whatever. So, like, you wouldn't notice right. it. But it's, like, that was actually pretty handy if you think about it. And now there's more noise than ever on social. Like, there's so many people doing shit. The algorithms are way more hectic. Mm. The, the organic reach is fuck all. So, unless you, people are already engaging with you. Things get lost. you got to assume that they didn't. They did, yeah. They didn't see it. Sometimes someone will pop up on Instagram. For my personal Instagram, I've been trying to unfollow a lot of accounts. Same. Because I used to use it for beer. Mm. Uh, Tiff was doing the same thing. I think we all probably want to trim down what we're seeing, yeah, yeah. right? Because if you're only going to see some stuff, you don't need to follow no. everything. And now I don't use that account for beer. I'm unfollowing anything to do with beer, 
unless they're already following me, then I feel bad and I don't yeah. follow. But because um, you're a I nice found kid. that because I'm a nice guy, yeah, you know what I mean. And I don't mind seeing some stuff, but there's ones I was following on, on multiple whatever, accounts. You got to trim the fat. Yeah, it didn't make any sense for you know. It's not telling the algorithm, hey, this is a this is a rapper trying to talk about his stuff when he's following all these beer accounts yeah. and all this other shit. So it's part of that. But I found though that sometimes, and you tell me if you had the same thing, it, it particularly in the last month to two months, a lot of random accounts that I'd been following and forgot that I followed would pop up in my feed. And I'm like, oh yeah, this motherfucker, what's up with them? And I go check this shit. I'm like, oh fuck, they released an album or they're doing this now or yeah, whatever. It doesn't like, show up. Exactly. Mm. So like it didn't, you know, maybe like the, the video, because I posted I got next, now will pop up on a few other people's accounts that already follow me that had been following me for a while that didn't see the announcement post of the album because it gets fuck all because as soon as you post anything that's promotional, people just tune out. 100%. And it's, it's just even, doesn't matter how big you are, it automatically you look at just a regular photo and then, or whatever, a regular post and then something that's promotional and the difference is wild. Even if it's like Kim Kardashian level, yeah, like right. followers, like it's still big difference. So I don't know. I guess sometimes it just goes well and it's probably why it's important to like put, to post other shit in between. So I just go always try and keep a little stash of photos whenever we go somewhere. Yeah, dick pics, all that, all that try good and stuff, take a, right? Yeah, just like, you know, from the top, from the side, yeah. we're freshly shaved, exactly. whatever. And like, cunts engage with that. And then, you know, they might be like, oh, this is cool. Oh shit, what's he doing? And they'll go and check out your, your page. And I pin to the top, I've got Relentless Deluxe pinned and I got Next Video. And I think I've got Let Justice Prevail video pinned Gangsta. as well. So like, People can go and they'll be like, all right, well, they can hit my link tree. All my shit is in, in the link tree. The very top is like stream relentless deluxe. Yep. And then the top three pinned posts of all to do with music. So you come to my page, you have absolutely no confusion as to what you're looking at. Um, so I think that's important. It's good that you brought what that up because I think other artists should know that. And that's if you're in business, whatever the fuck you're doing. Yep. Definitely be posting about it, um, breaking it up. So yeah, that is dope. And then by Toxic City Volume Two, reminder December sixteenth. So I guess that's three weeks. Um, pretty pretty excited to have that out. All mixed and mastered by Ill Note. I'm uh, pretty sure it got approved. I have to double check actually. Um, so that is cool. And then we're out of music. I think I mentioned that again. So you and me are doing these couple little tracks with uh, a homie out in BC in the beer industry. Funnily right. enough, uh, we're just about to start that. We're sort of just uh, just a little two pack type shit. Little, little two banger to get us all warmed yep. up and then we're going to really get once you've sort of like when do you want to like and once again I'm asking you this in on the pod because we've been talking about this mm -hmm. stuff for our projects if people don't know we've been we've had an episode a few weeks ago where we played a bunch of beats that we're considering for the album in the first pass of beats and then now that Notion's been on a beat run we're going to relook at that because you know there's been a bunch of gems. If you follow at Notion Baby on Instagram, he's always posting um, reels, stories, and just of new stuff that he's making. So you can always keep an eye on the vibe or snap up a beat before it gets snapped mm -hmm. up. Um, when were you like, are you just going to know, like, all right, I feel like we can look at it now? Or do you have like a time frame in mind that you're like, oh, I want to make beats to the end of the year? Or something I don't really like put that. time frames on anything. It's all uh, genuinely like feeling and stuff. And just I want to make sure it feels right, most importantly, because <clears throat> we're both really fucking dope. Um, and I think that it needs to, the right, the right beats have to come along. So yeah, I want to make sure that every single beat I know fits 
and it's going to be organic and awesome because it really would worry me if we just grab some like whatever's whatever I got lying around that would bother me later on if we just kind of rushed into the beat selection. So I want to make sure I got the fucking best, and I literally that Easy. we get goosebumps on every single beat before we even write to it. Won't you know within reason, you know, like we need to be inspired as fuck from it. And then some of the things that we have in the line, I like the beats a lot, but I'm not inspired by it to write to it. I like the beats and I want someone to be on it. And maybe it might be a C beat by yourself. Maybe it might get sold to some other cunt down the down the street or down the down the line. So like, gotcha. yeah, I just really want to make sure everything is like as fucking fire as it can be. And I'm very precious about that kind of stuff. But I think it has good intentions and it really leads to a good result. I'm 100% aligned with that. I have no no qualms. A thing about I'd like to like say drop the album next year would be dope. Yeah. But I'm also. I don't want to rush. I feel like as far as like when the beats are ready, then we could just move faster on the, on the, we also need to figure out like a direction that we want sonically. Like we haven't, like I've got got a few, like, you know, lately I've been making a lot of beats kind of like just in my regular wheelhouse that I haven't actually made for a long time. Like the soulful boom bap joints with the pitched up vocals and that kind of shit. And like, uh, I've been using some friends, guitar samples from Australia, some, some Robbie P samples, and um, saw, yeah, they've actually been working that. out really good. So those those vibes are kind of tight. There's we have to gen- there's genuinely one of those that we need to save. It's fucking disgusting because I know you love. Well, we both mm-hmm. adore rock in a different kind of way because we were raised on that shit in Australia, and it does come through in the music a lot. Like, um, yeah. So I'm excited to no, I like keep that. that. Keep the beats. So yeah. the only way we're going to be able to pick a direction musically would be to analyze a bunch of beats and then we can see where it's taking us. Cause I don't even have anything in my mind about like, there's two ways it can go really. I think we could do what we've always done and what I feel like if someone say, what does the movement fam do? Well, it's usually the soul beat type yeah, of shit. Like our song, our song or, together found you is that quintessential wrap up in a package version of what that is. hundred percent. I was thinking about that yeah. too. Perfect back and forth, the way that we've done it and shit. And then the other direction we could go would be to make it sort of more eclectic in the vibes. Have a, I'm not really into making slow music, but like, you know, something maybe trappy, something drill that we were talking yeah. about because what we wanted Honestly, is fun, be right? hilarious. I want to mention something to you, right? So I was telling Tiff this the other day and she had some thoughts and I, I, I want to tell this to Dan as well, but we can tell him separately. Mm-hmm. So you know how there's this, for, for people who don't know, like if you're going to want to promote your music when it comes out, there's a few ways to do it. Like you can work with a publicist. Publicists can cost thousands and thousands, like 10, 20 grand even a month. Truth. Um, and they don't always result in anything fantastic. Um, the other way is to say get on playlists. That's the main thing. Like, cool, we could try and get some articles and stuff, but the articles really don't, no one gives a fuck. And the only thing they're good for is trying to get Instagram verification, which I'm not entirely fussed about. Wank. Like, it'd be cool. Yeah, but I'm like, I'd like it, but I'm like, I'm not going to go and pay a publicist just to get pieces in complex so then I can get verified. I don't care enough. It's not important. So many people really fucking care about it. It's weird. But there's this website called Submit Hub. There's a couple of other ones, but that's the one that most people know. And basically what you do, you upload a song or you put the links to your song and you can buy these credits and you submit it. So it's like, it's a way that... um, they're like a marketplace, I guess, to submit it to either bloggers, curators for playlists and uh, and uh, influencers. So whether it's TikTok, Instagram or something right. like that. Um, I use that. Most indie artists would use that. 
uh, it's you know relatively decent. Now, it's hard to know who is legit and who's not. But anyway, the one that I do, I submit to curators because all I want right now for, and I do one for, I do one campaign for each of the new songs. I did it off the last album. The only ones I didn't do were the interludes, but maybe I should in hindsight. Mm. Um, because now almost every song is over a thousand plays, and the album's got thirty six thousand plays. All Fantastic. Up, um, which is not too bad for us, That's you know. Like awesome, we're not dude. really like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. We're independent artists. We got no one backing us. It's just our own shit, and getting it out there from people who already listen to it and playing it and then getting on these players via SubmitHub and other similar sites. So what they have to do when you submit, like these curators can get paid and it's probably paid in credits or it's like chump change, I imagine. It's not much money, but just a little side hustle to make their blog or their playlist generate a bit of cash. So, you know, it doesn't really cost much at all. It's less than like a dollar a credit or something like that. Like it's, it's to me, I think it's a reasonable deal as long as the delivery on the end of the playlist the playlist actually has real listeners right. so people care because that's what i'm submitting for and other artists submitting for so when they decline you part of the for them to get their credit even if they say no they have to give you at least 10 words of feedback huh. and it's hilarious sometimes because you the, the, when you look through the feedback for a song it's all completely mixed some of them be like love the production uh love the instrumental but i don't like the delivery of the raps like i love your voice but i don't like the delivery keep trying thanks for submitting. Wow. some of them are like yeah the mix is too muddy don't really like the vocal mix but yeah the drums are really great interesting keep like it's they always criticize the mix that's probably like 70 percent of the criticisms and i think that's because they don't know what else to say and it's easy to critique the mix Instead than anything else because it's itself. not directly it's not the art exactly yeah. so one of Crazy. them said to me they go, you don't have any memorable lines. Ooh. So I'm probably going to pass on this one. And I said that to Tiff. And I thought, like, what, to you? you want everyone who, yeah, to about either Larry Flint or Lightwork, I think. Interesting. And this is my point, right? Have You you know the thing where they always talk about Drake raps in Instagram captions? Great. Drake was rapping internet in, what? No? Okay. So a lot of, it's typically women end up using Drake lyrics as Instagram captions. So Drake specifically, and this probably started around Nothing Was The Same, which we were talking about off air. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake uses, he writes bars, um, like you put the quote, like you put the picture of just like some girl looking over her shoulder and be like, motherfuckers never loved us. Gotcha. Like gotcha. they do shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen a bunch do- of dumb cunts do that shit too. Cool, cool. Right. So Drake specifically writes in what could be considered Instagram captions. Oh he writes God. stuff that predominantly that women do too. And just taken away for the, wow. So what this blogger, uh, curator, whatever, was essentially saying was that like my songs didn't have a line in it, or at least whatever the song that they listened to, that was like memorable enough. And to me, a memorable line is sort of like that Instagram caption thing. So I was like, I thought that was an interesting thing because when we write, wow, I f- I feel like I don't I don't know about you. I don't write trying to make a memorable line. I'm just trying to say the shit I want to say in the coolest uh, way, like coolest yeah. way, whatever, whatever sounds good. I don't know. Do you write to try and like, hey, people are going to quote me on this one? Uh, honestly, no. If I if, never even thought from that perspective once, like if I, the way I, I write is like, you know, Fitting. I want to make sure that that you react to the line like you know cunts that i know that know hip-hop and lyricism and language and they're just smart cunts if i want you know probably 
I want reactions from those people. That's that's why and and the way I write is for a real poet MC head to uh, to react to it. That's the the perspective I write from. Gotcha. Yeah, but also I'm telling a I'll fucking story. Say- but like, yeah. I don't write like an Instagram caption to think, oh yeah, that line's going to be a quotable. Like never, never, never. Like I want that to happen, but I don't write that. I don't come with that intention. And you know. Figured because that's just never been our style. Yeah. Sometimes people will find a line from um, one of the songs or whatever from a song that they just like. And then people quote that back to you. I'm like, oh, that line, you like that? Yeah, line? it always okay. surprises us. Never thought of that. Yeah. So what that's I was crazy. even thinking, so Tiff, I- I told this to Tiff and she was like, yeah, okay. I, I can see what they're saying. She's like, for this project. And I was explaining to her what we talked about on the pod that, um, you know, we're open sourcing this. We're playing the beats. We're talking about it live and we're open to doing different vibes and to really like bringing in like Dan and Tiff's sort of thoughts and stuff. And she was like, I was, you know, I was, it's almost like we should run all the things by them being that they're the immediate team as well. Even though most of the music stuff, it's usually just me and you. But if you think about what we did with Relentless, where Maya and I chose all the beats, so we didn't bring anybody in with that. But on the day of recording, the whole team was there the whole time and no one would let like anything slide that we didn't fuck with. Yeah, you're right a bad take or like, bro, you can't use that line. And I I was completely in the, like, this is the team mode. I'm not going to get, um, I'm not going to take anything personally. I'm not going to. Yeah. Cause you, you let, um, you much. let me and uh, Maya clarity uh, amend like some things in your lyrics or suggest things that usually yes. otherwise wouldn't be open to, because usually there's not even a need for adjustment, but in that creative room and context, I think it, it was good that you let your guard down because then there was a lot of cool suggestions that made the song and the and the, and the delivery etc better. Agreed wholeheartedly, and it was a cool experiment for me to just like, as rappers, as MCs, you typically don't want anyone touching your shit. Yeah. I'm more, I'm like typically, and I think you're probably the same. Like the verse, I'm kind of like just don't worry about it. It's, I got this. Yeah. When it comes to hooks, I'm always, always down because we're not broken. singers. We're not from that musical sort of classically trained background even though we had lessons of small things you know you're a guitarist i'm a drummer for a small part you guitared way longer than i drummed for example but our musical thing is you guitared you guitared longer than guitared well that kind of could be anyway yeah i like that no you're right you're right so hooks and when it came to the lyrics it was something that like i almost feel like no one's ever given me shit for it too i've been very open about that's what happened there was some, a lot of them were like minor tweaks. There was a couple of times like full, like two, three bars were scrapped and we changed them and we did it together. Pause. We all sat there <laughs> and we came up with it together. We were shooting out lines and then we get it and we tweak it. And I didn't mind. And Tiff said, and you you and Tiff were kind of, I felt like my um, gatekeepers, as in like if you would not let anything slide. It'd be, if you did. And yeah. Tiff always said everything that he suggested or everything that we did as a team that was changed was for the better of the song. And to me, that was all that mattered for Relentless was that everything was as good as it could possibly be. And if that, if I had to sacrifice my MC, like ego a little bit and just be like, you know what, if, you know, we can make this better, well, let's make it better. Honestly. Because we're not Jay-Z, nobody <clears throat> but Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? Like there's no need to really fuck around and, and do that. So what I was thinking with, this project is that 
whilst I don't know, it's not really more about like the raps as much as it is the overall project that maybe me and Maya took took care of with Relentless, but we bring the team in for that side, which is beat selection, theme selection, maybe keywords or things that we could possibly say in a song about that. Like, it's not like Dan or Tiff would write our raps, but they might have an idea like, yo, if the, the drill song, you should say like this phrase, yeah, yeah. Or this say sentence, this or keyword, these. the buzzword, include that in there. And that buzzword could be the hook. Yeah. It could be, or it could be some shit we both put in the verses. It could be a rhyme pattern or something. And I, you know, I don't know if they come up with rhyme patterns, but. You it know could be I'm one saying. of those things you mentioned once in the song, but that's the song name. Boom. I love, I love those, those things. things. Those are always funny. That's awesome. So how do you feel about that? Do you think that could of be course. like a cool approach to this being that like, I was like, let's just put ourselves, this is what I also said to Tiff. I'm like, how long have we been doing music? Like 20 years, yeah. right? Stacks. Stacks lots and heaps. The vast stacks lots. Now we've been doing different shit the whole time. It's not like it was like, you know, hundreds of versions of the same song. We're always trying different sounds, different, you know, producers, samples, synths. I did fucking three indie rock mixtapes. Fucking, we did songs performing with a like an alt, alt rock band. Yeah. Um, uh, what were they called again? Fading Hour. Oh my gosh. Fading Hour in Melbourne. It was one of my favorite scenes we ever did. That was um, crazy, yeah. Notion, the singer who used to be in a group with us. We did, they had a song called Celestine that was like eight minutes yeah. long. And we just wrapped in all the gaps, which is what inspired my mixtape. Because that's exa- I put that on the mixtape. Right. Because that's exactly what I did for like 18 songs. I did three nine-track mixtapes, including that one. And it, it was a, a good vibe. So we've done a bunch of different things. But overall, we approach music in a pretty similar mm. way. And Relentless was the first time, I think, as a crew, we stepped out of our comfort zone and did something different. More for me than anybody else. But as a <laughs> whole, it was a challenge for you for the mixing and for for editing because you did the bulk of the work with the editing. Yeah. With Maya, but it was mostly on you. Um, and then in the studio itself and the way that we handled it as a team. So I was like, all right, well, let's keep that ethos into this next project. And let's just fucking, sick. you know, like test some shit, throw some shit at We're the wall. to get some, involved- uh, some more uh, instrumentation on top of my production. Because like, you know, like, I don't know if you know this, like the, no I don't make beats full because I can't play like every instrument, unfortunately. But... I don't know, like things definitely need to get, like I make really good skeletons. My beats are really good skeletons. Sometimes they're fully finished. Sometimes like things need extra layers and things. So <clears throat> I'm definitely not opposed to adding shit on during the, the writing phase and while we're fixing the structure and figuring out the arrangement, I definitely need to like, you know, like get like a real bass player on certain tracks. Need to get some additional guitar like from Johnny and shit like that. So yeah, well, um, yeah, so that's, Another so thing down. I wanted to just put out there on the record. Like some beats it. are actually finished and you know it and, you know, I know you know it when you hear it, but then there's other things that like I've got ideas that I can sing the idea, but I need to get like, do we need a flute there? Do we need a guitar there? Do we need strings there? Like I need to bump off my production ideas with other kinds because sometimes I can't make the decision. So I'm just like, um, yeah, Cut. that's the other production asterisks I wanted to add to our album Bring process. It. Absolutely here for that. I think that would be a cool thing as right. well to ask the guys what they would think. And we could even like run shit by like Jonathan Emile yeah. or even John Rosner, who's our guitarist, yeah, shouts to Johnny it, in yeah. Montreal. Like, that's, that's the boy. You, know, you could even, hey, bro, 
what do you think this because he's musically like, like inclined like that show. so he, he'll be like oh yeah no you can because like I want to I want to put guy, more bridges right, into my production I'm not that good at like hey where, which way do I go from here like I'm cool at finding a nice sample and then changing it or pitching it up or down to something new that's got a new feel but like getting a bridge mm-hmm. out of that kind of shit like fuck if I know so I need some help with extending the uh, the production sort of to that okay. part so that would be sick to get some other cunts in on it and happy to co-pro and chuck them on the whatever so right. but I want to make it like, like real that. sick though yeah I want this to be epic I feel like after Relentless we can't really go back that was what I was yeah. it almost made me hesitant to do more music like I did I've done the collab projects and stuff since I guess with um, since we did it yeah. I did the collab project with Poe which was just produced by one Fire. dude did the two by Toxic Cities it's just done by Smokewell but that's to, that's my like little you know boom bap sort of underground shit that I just like to do yeah. um, it just makes me happy but for TMF stuff I was like alright well we have to make it a little epic we have to if we can elevate after Relentless yeah. so we're like alright it doesn't matter if it was your solo my solo the collab stuff whatever the next thing is it's gotta be elevated um, outside of you know if you're doing the project with uh, you know Notion Island Volume 2 and stuff that's different because it's the same as the Smokewell shit yeah. where it's like you just do that but when we're doing our shit Go to Could put all the all the minds together and get as many uh, yeah. as many counts in the in the room because it, yeah it'll make I love it, it sick. I'm excited for it. I'm I'm excited. I think it's gonna be really really dope. People always wanted us to do shit together, and I like music. I don't like that's why I never really did as much solo stuff because like music has always been a collaborative thing for me. I just like working with people with exactly, stuff. and I like this is more fun to me. Like it's half the work for both of us for the raps. Because every song is going to be both of us. So it's like, you know, you know, might be one verse each, fucking boom, boom, done. Yeah. You know, like, or whereas a solo track. Back and forth fuck. or whatever the fuck. Then you got it. Yeah, exactly. I want you to, want you to sing on a hook, hook for me. I'm down. I'm always not doing that shit. You know I got the that, tools man. in it. Yeah, man. We got all that stuff. A little bit of like, little, you know, auto-tune that. Just a touch. Just a touch. Just a touch. Just just a touch. Just just touch. Just just everyone does it. You know what you fucking... Touch correction. But a punch, but a punch. That's the music update. That went on longer, but that was a good little, uh, good little vibe. Um, Fun update on my neck, so, mate. Real quick, I forgot to tell you personally. Oh yeah, please. Um, so on Tuesday, which will be basically tomorrow, if you're listening to the podcast, um, tomorrow I have an appointment to get the to get basically discharged from going to the private clinic to get this shit sorted out. So it's like fully sealed now, and my neck is like like healed and shut. So that's amazing. I think uh, how's it feel? Fine. Like, like you know, it's gonna. It looks gnarly as fuck, but you know, I have, have to just grow my beard down long and have a dutty neck. Even though I don't want to do that, I might have to do it. Be itchy. Nah, just like uh, you'll see it when you when you see it. Like it looks like a fucking looks like I got fucking juked in the neck so bad. It's crazy. It's, but it's almost there. No, like it's healed. It's this is the way the cut is. It looks like I got the biggest stab in the neck. It looks fucked. Right. So I have to just. It's kind of gangster. Yeah, kind of gangster. The whole left side of my my face is mash up. It's okay. It's uh. But I'm, pre- I'm pretty on this side. The journey of life. There you go. So you just gonna have the right side. You know I'm saying all the time, right side. Or or only left side. When we do, when we do the drill song. Only yeah, only left side for the drill song because I'll show my scars like yeah. I'm on my street cunt and I'll fucking stab you in the neck yeah, like I got stabbed in the neck. Shanking cunts. I have to yep. actually think See, of a good story because I've been too too honest mm-hmm. with everyone. And it's been like, oh yeah, I got, I got, I got sick, and then the thing happened, and but I want to have like a sick story, like you know, fucking was at the bar, and this guy right. fucking stabbed me because he 
fucking whatever. But trust me, I fucking cut him up. I got the bottle yeah, of smash. Let's go, Yeah, cunt. you should see how he fucking Fuck end up with guns still in hospital, mate. But yeah, yeah I, I don't, don't have a, I don't have a good out. story like that. But I'll have to figure one out. Leave some uh, some fun stories in the comments so I could tell people about the the three yeah. and a half inch fucking scar that I'll have that I have on my neck. So I'll show you guys probably. Uh, next week, actually, I'll have it fully out. You'll see it live and direct. I'll get my neck right up to the camera and you can see my slit, mate. <laughs> Can't wait to see your slit, mate. Yeah. So there you go. That's I'm my health update. It. I should have done that That's at good the news. start with um, All right. that shit. That's positive. That's, I'm, I'm happy so to get this week? fucking constant fucking Band-Aid looking ass thing off my neck, so. Must be People think it's a tattoo. I was like, yeah, I wish, dog. I might have to, I might get a tattoo around the scar. Mum will be so pissed. Dude, left on your ass. Mum will be so huge. pissed. Because imagine my first tattoo being a neckers, and it's like oh, right they won't, there. Actually, no one will do it for you. Why? Did you know? Oh, I guess first you don't tattoos know. you can't do necks. When you you can't do face hands on or neck. So I have to get one on. They will get one on my like, cock first, and then I'll get one on my neck. They probably wouldn't do cock wouldn't either. Do cock? You'd have to it's do good. like arm, chest, or back. Before they arm, leg, 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 do it. it's arm, like a head. standard industry policy. Really, I did yeah. not know that. That's actually kind of funny. So, all right, because if you no, they only do it if you've never had one. Though. Like I wear, I'll go in right now. They'll fucking tell totally you your anyway. asshole. But like, hopefully, but they, <laughs> they when you go in for the off the rip, they won't. They just won't do it wow. because you don't know. You, you've never had one. You and if pain. you regret it, you'll try and sue the store. Especially on your neck, it's like I got a fucking. It's a long giraffe sort of neck situation, as you could see here. But then the, the skin's super thin. That's insane. It would oh. hurt. Like I get mine went up here. I wonder what like I could get lot, that will like go around the tad, the scar that will look actually good. It's just so high. How high up is the scar? Like it's pretty high, right? Yeah, it's like in the middle. It's exactly in the middle of the of the bed. Right in the, the middle. thing. Maybe it's, like. It's that's a big tat. Yeah. You'd have to get like a like a big bull. Maybe like again. a chick with a massive ass bending over, like looking back. And the and that and the scar good. is the crack in her bum. And then it says, "Motherfuckers never loved us." Underneath, no, nah, it just says, "Sick cunt." <laughs> sick cunt. I was gonna oh, go in. Mum's gonna be so upset. I won't do Mom's gonna be so upset. Oh, you are gonna be taken out of the will. Goodness man. Christ, Fuck, Jesus, fucking hell. She's already hating on my <laughs> stuff. So if you go and do it, and you come out of here with a fucking that's some so we'll be on the even high. plane. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Then she'll be like, oh, now Bradley's not the good one. You Sorry, Gavi. Absolute trollop. I am a trollop. Uh, that was That's good times. That's a clip for sure. So, yeah, no, I was looking at around the times there. So, you, all right, what's a couple of things? Black Friday is uh, this weekend and Cyber Monday is today that you all listening yep, to it. Yep, yep. Did you cop? How do you feel about this time of year? Mentors broke this year, so no, uh, no sales. Just looking, just window shopping. You know, um, yeah, last year was my, you know, buying nice things on sales slash, you know, with severe employee discounts or whatever for my mountain bike and some clothes and shit. This year I didn't really get anything crazy for myself because um, sometimes you just buy shit when you see a dirty sale. You can't even let that shit slide. So um, there's a couple of things that mm -hmm. I, I probably got myself, you know, some deals in March or something like I don't know some small shits, but yeah, mainly bike stuff last year, bro. Nothing, uh, nothing this year at all. 
Gotcha. No, I feel that. It's not always necessary. And there's no point doing it unless you need shit. Yeah. It's more like, uh, we wait for this time of year to get a bunch of stuff. Like, you know, hard drives. Like, I got a big-ass hard drive. Tiff got one as well. The backs just had to... It took me five days to sort my whole shit out. Like, leaving the laptop down here and just moving stuff around was a, an ordeal. But we got it done. What else we got? We got, like, a... We have a garage in this new house. And we wanted, always wanted a gym. So, we got... There's, like, pre-Black Friday sales. So, we got a treadmill that was worth, like, five grand. But we got it for, like, 1500 Which is pretty insane. So, that's pretty banger. I got a, a bench and some weights. And then we saw, they weren't really Black Friday sales, but then we saw one where the weight was on a better deal that we got. It was too late. So I was a bit pissed about that, which is like part of the game, I guess. Yeah. Um, and we just tried to, because we've got house stuff, right? So the house stuff is just a whole ordeal and we've got to do things that we need here. So we're in a phase of like trying to get it, as much of it out of the way as possible as far as like the spending. So then we can stop spending because it's, ridiculous how much shit you need when you're starting the crib like just all of these things around this table we had to get the bos set next to me and like the desk over there behind me for the studio and like all of this shit we had to get so much yeah. stuff what else do we get we try to get christmas presents as well during this time so oh, we, we got a couple little things what um, do you need what do we oh for other people you now need. what do you want for chrissy you can't oh for christmas i don't know you, i don't know yeah I have to look at it. Have a think, guy. Eh? Have a clue. Well, you too. You're gonna tell me as well. I had no idea. Don't um, really need anything, mate. That's why I didn't buy anything for cyber fucking dickhole but day. But like, also, yeah, you know, try to save the funds. Things are crazy, but um, also don't really need anything desperately. Like, I just don't like maybe clothes. Like, I don't know. Fuck, I don't. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, everything for the most part is blessed. I just didn't like uh, have my eyes on on any sort of crazy shit because. <clears throat> Anything specific? Yeah, fuck them out here. Just yeah. need, just need oh, more money and uh, want to keep making boots for cunts. Well, I mean, that's a pretty valiant uh, wish list you know, right Pretty there, straightforward. Right? Just want to keep mixing and mastering. So, you know. And keep doing need, that shit. Need to get some uh, some new artists and meet fucking some cunts and fucking just get some bangers created. And keep them fucking going. got to get out the house, I reckon. No, I love we it. We'll go to a hip-hop gig or two, meet some new cunts. <laughs> Like a like local ones? I guess so, yeah. There was a, there was a big show last night. Fresh Kills had, or was it last night? Yeah. Saturday night in Toronto, uh, Fresh Kills had an album uh, launch at ta uh, oh, no Tapestry. Shit. And yeah, unfortunately, Good it was kills. working, so I couldn't get uh, Dune there. But I saw okay. a couple of cheeky uh, stories, and it looked like uh, Mans was out there, so... Good for him. So that would probably be some good shit for you to go to, like bring Connor or something. and uh... Yeah. Check it all exactly. Yeah, but yeah like that's that. cool. So I could get my uh, get my cock out and about and swing it around and see some cunts. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I fuck with it. Um, love it. Should we get into the the general? Do it. News. You fucking do it. You times? should do it. So I'm trying to think where to start. Maybe I'll do the screen sharing ones first, and then I'll just keep on the other side. Okay. So if I switch over to this one right here. There we go. There we go. So if I play this, let me see if it works. Hold up. Where's the button? Oh, it's not really. The button. Okay. How you so I, look, it's not even. Yeah, I know, right? It's all Tiff stuff. Such. Oh. Okay. Could you hear that? Looking. Yep. DOC. Okay. That was so the I'm end of the video. Refreshing it. Yeah, because it just was. There was the. Uh, 
Okay, my computer's been such, such a anus. bitch. So look, I don't think I'll play the video, but I'm going to just explain what he said. So the video is Nelly on Twitter. And I guess it's like a rip of his TikTok or some shit. Mm. And basically what he's saying, he's like, who is the biggest what if in hip hop? Meaning who like had almost the big career? Um, or who was like, as in like their career got cut short, they were killed or they just died young or before they got to really like, you know, become who they could be. Um, Nelly says DOC is the greatest what if in hip hop because he put one album out and then he had the accident and then lost his voice. And then he was kind of like just a, if I'm not mistaken, he was like a writer. Right. So, so there's a bunch right, of other right, answers that people right. gave. Big L was a big one. Big L was, a, yeah. Because um, he technically did one album and then the second album was Poximus. Yeah. So he didn't really get to do it. And he got signed to Rockefeller right before he died that's too. True, that's so true. Like, he was about to do some interesting shit. So I think that's a really um, good one. Um, did you have any thoughts on who could be a what if in hip hop? Like who did, like you can't say, say like Tupac because he dropped like six yeah, he, albums yeah. plus 800 trillion. Mm. Like, and he sort of became like, it would have been interesting to see what happened, but he did do a lot of music. Biggie, you could argue he did one solo album. Life After Death was basically done, um, but he didn't, wasn't around to see it. And then he wrote the Junior Mafia album. He, uh, he wrote a lot of Kim stuff. So, like, he did a reasonable amount of stuff. It wasn't like we just got a sliver and then he was yeah. gone. Um, you could, I don't know about Pun, because I think Pun's second album was posthumous as well. So you could probably say Pun. I don't know if he would probably count. Um, someone saying Joel Santana is the biggest what if in hip hop. Joel Santana, that's, just... that's hilarious. Yeah, no, those. Uh, wow. Okay. Doc Big L. Uh, um, honestly, really, really, that makes a lot of sense. Um, fuck. I'm just trying to think who else, or maybe like someone who. I don't know what because I don't know if he really like laid out the parameters for this. Like, could it be someone who just maybe did one fire album and then mm -hmm. like either disappeared or just or, or just went became whack or some shit like was it anything like that like i don't really know what it what else it could be someone here saying john forte i don't know if he really had the level of like who's john forte there you go so john forte pick up the mic gucci suede this way uh more than just a rhyme you still uh, what was that fuji's oh no shit you you know when you hit the guy with the he had the dreads, okay. um, not prize. He was he was pretty cool. You know when yeah you know we see it. So I mean maybe I don't know if he ever. I think he did a project, but like it wasn't anything. Didn't do anything crazy. I don't know if that would be an interesting one. Like I couldn't think of anyone else aside from Big L was probably the obvious yeah. one to me that was complete. You could probably argue. I mean, a lot of this seems to be our era stuff. Like, you could probably argue, like, Extentation or something like that. Right. Um, who is one of the few artists that has, like, the amount of streams. Pop Smoke, maybe. He Pop Smoke would be another one because he – I don't even know if he was around for his first album, actually. I think he – I don't think he like was. Like, super premature, no. like, uh, death. It's like that's just, like, yes. got robbed as – when seemed so promising. Heavily. Yes. Yep. So I think those two are definitely – 
I never really got to see. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you could argue someone as prolific as like Juice World, who did like 800 trillion songs. Yeah, he was, wasn't he a SoundCloud um, fucking mad cut? Dude, like, like yeah, emo rap. Yes, it wasn't my cup of tea, but like people really loved it. Kind of like, it was sort of like a better Kid Cudi, <laughs> the way I was those Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I saw Kid Cudi on, uh, no on, on the Spicy Wing joint. What's it called? Fucking Hot Ones. Why the hell did I not hot think ones. of that first? Um, yeah, That's it okay. actually was a good one. He's a he's a polite young gentleman. I'd like to have him over for dinner, you know? Right. Um, yeah, he's like a funny that. cunt. Like, he's just he's pretty cool, man. He's a good dude. I just think he makes weird tunes, like, as, you know, you know we've spoken about. But, yeah, he's, just, mm-hmm. he's, he's a top cunt. I actually rate him personally. Just not like – he's another one of those artists, like, I like him – like that, I, per, I like him personally better than his artistry. It's weird. Who was this again? Kid I'm Cuddy. sorry. Kid Cudi. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a mad cunt. That's why I was saying no shade because I have nothing against yeah. him whatsoever. It's just his, the music he makes does not speak to me in any shape or form. But he, every time I see him talk, seems cool. So that's <laughs> that's really cool to hear. <laughs> Where's that from? Just the you know the music doesn't speak to you in any shape or form. It's just like. Oh, fuck, it's just like, fuck <laughs> yeah. off. Gotta be honest. It's like a hard, the hardest. And I tried, bro. It's just whiny oh, shit, like to me. Hey, man. Cunts love it. Cunts so it's okay. It. I don't think it's shit. It's just not for me. That's all. I dig it. Um, anyway, look, someone else said Pop Smoke. That's a good one. That's a really good call. Mm. Um, so anyway, I thought this was an interesting conversation that they that uh, Nelly brought up. Uh, couldn't think of anyone else off the dome piece. And it's almost like everyone else is just saying the same shit. So looks like... Uh, yeah. The comment the comments section of things like that are, are ridiculous. So you get the first, you know, people that answered it within like the first hour of the post and then everyone's just copying what they've seen already. Basically, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It happens in all the mountain bike posts that I follow. I look on my uh, Notion MTB account. It's crazy. Right. That's how they just roll? Yeah. It's kind yeah. of fucking weak. just copying what they've seen already. It's like... Have some thought. Okay. Well, that was fun. So that was that. You're fun. Now, oh. excuse me. The uh, next thing we you. have here, I don't know why I see the screen's gone black, but what I'm seeing is just the Twitter. Okay, Twitter. here we go. So here we go. Um, this is the Soul Train Awards. Beyonce, Chris Brown, Lizzo, and more among the winners. So mm-hmm. Soul Train would have been yesterday, 27th. It was published today. At Okay, so it would have been last night. Saturday um, so Beyonce tied with m- sorry you watched it yeah the Ari Lennox joint I just the video oh what song did she do um oh, waste my time performance of yeah I don't know the more I listen to that album the less I like yeah I've only heard it literally once so it was like oh oh okay I just do it flat out for like a week whenever Straight we up. got in the car and eventually I was just like turn this off <laughs> no shade once again, I feel like a hater today, huh? No, I'm not, you know. I'm not a hater, Notion. I Honest, I swear I'm I was not a hater. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so Beyonce and Mary had the most nominations this year with seven. Struth. Beyonce lost in three categories, and which she'd won in the past. Okay. Just give me like a summary, motherfucker. Like... Oh, down the like bottom. Easier. There's uh, a list down of the bottom. Like, who oh, wins and shit. So Beyonce got album of the year for Renaissance, and that's when she beat out some pretty good ones. Lizzo uh, and Mary. Why was I don't know why Lizzo? Would be yeah, well, uh, cunts love her. Like pop, I guess you know. Just more than it's pop as opposed to R and B as well. Song of the year, Beyonce "Break My Soul." Wow, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beat all those 
okay, cool, cool. It's even Burner Boy. It's like reggae. Why are you putting? I guess it's overall though. Probably best. Song. Yeah. Okay. Video of the year, Silk Sonic, Smoking Out the Window. Very cool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of nominees. It's like eight nom. That's why I'm not reading them out for people who know. Like the uh, eight nominations is a lot. Normally it's like four for yeah, all these ones. That's a, it's true. Very interesting. Oh, best new artist was Thames. Well deserved. All of these people. To be honest, bro, I know not a single one of them except Thames. Honestly, that Do you? you know that that's a weird list. Who the fuck is anybody? Fireboy yeah, DML. CK, what Coco the fuck Jones. is that? Go on, mate. Bro. Mooney Long. Uh, best. Yeah, like I'm sure they're all fantastic. Yeah, yeah, just like them. never heard of them. Um, so it's almost like unfair because like everyone Thames been killing True. it. Um, let me zoom in on this, make it a bit bigger for, for folks. Oh, well, there you go. Zoom in, bitch. Um, yes. Best R&B. <clears throat> oh, Tiff is sending me a Best R&B soul female. That is fucking hilarious. Um, R&B soul female is Jasmine Sullivan won that. Um, she beat out some decent names as well. And then best R&B soul male was Chris Brown, who beat out like Brent Fires. I thought could have... Uh, Mm. One, I see Burner Boy R&B Soul is kind of wild no that's yeah that's kind of wild like, I definitely thought I mean Chris Brown's the most in, in that list it's either Chris Brown or Lucky Day or Brent Fires Brent Fires bro yeah These are, this is like a weird list of people PJ Morton I, don't even, I know the name but Babyface hasn't really been active mm. for a while Charlie Wilson is just sort of like an older dude, legend, who's just like like working with people here and there. It's, yeah, but it's still not, they all seem to be in different categories, all of these people. This is weird. Mm. Um, Best collab, Ronald Isley, Isley, is it Isley or Isley? Isley, yeah. Um, And Beyonce, Make Me Say It Again, go, ah, they did that. Remember we sampled that? I had a CM Becker song where we bought the beat that uh, sampled Oh, nice. Yeah, true. It's very good. It's just uh, Beck got the beat and hasn't used it. God damn it. Um, God damn it. Some, right? Damn it. There's some cool other collabs in there. Uh, what else we got? Certified Soul Award. Mary J. Blige. Absolutely well uh, deserved. Uh, uh. Uh, Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Award. Mooney Long. It's HRS and HRS. Is that like hers and hers? Yeah, it looks Maybe? like it. supposed to be pronounced. Um, there's some other good ones in that too. Best dance performance, Lizzo. F- fair, I guess. Maybe man's a dancer. I don't know. I beat um, Chris Brown, though, because he's probably the best dancer on that I list. mean, you know. Uh, best, yeah. Best gospel, uh, Maverick City Music and Kirk Franklin. Oh. Legend Ward, Morris Day, and the motherfucking town. The motherfucking town. And like uh, town, which is very relevant because you were sharing that shit like today. Literally today. On uh, Instagram. For uh, shouts to Silent Bob, uh, Jane Silent Bob, shout back. For, as we were talking about One last week. One of the week, goat movies. Actually. In the, in the comedy genre. La- Lady of Soul, one of the goat. Listen to the last episode, 107, for hear that conversation because it's pretty, pretty funny. Piss and yeah, mate. Lady of Soul Award, Escape, Shouts Escape. I fuck with Candy Heavy because of uh, Real Housewives. Oh, of course. You and, love uh, your trash TV. funny as Fantastic. fuck. I fucking love it. Fucking no, love Jesus it. Jesus, Lord in heaven. All right, what else we got? Drake gives DJ Khaled four high-tech toilets. This may be the best gift ever. Sick dunnies. Wow. So basically he got, uh, there's a dunny called a Toto, and they're just, oh it's, it's the same things that, uh, you know, Drake put it on his fucking Instagram yonks ago when he first built that fucking slut fest of a mansion in Forest Hill there. Oh, no, not Forest Hill. What is it? 
Twenty One Park Circle in um, it's like Lawrence and fucking and Bridal some, Path, all that sort of um, area, Post Road and shit. Like Bridal what's Path. That area? It's Bridal, anyway, I it's forget. Bridal it's, it's escaping. Bridal, you're right. It's Bridal Path. So that uh, I remember seeing a video on his stories about like you know music. Like when you go to the Dunnies, certain music was playing, and it was like it looked like a, it looked like a, a day spa situation. Like he's sitting on his motherfucker. So yeah, when I saw this video that you you have right there, he's just literally talking about how good the Dunny is. Like heated work. seats, he's got a body washer. Four Dunnies. We can hear I was going to say, why is he repeating? (laughs) (laughs) Tornado flush. Batiwama. Okay, I don't think anyone watching that video really has been to Drake's house, so uh, that that's pretty is cool. I horrendous. That video is pretty bad. So <clears throat> the fact that he said that, and he says it a few more times in the rest in the rest of that video, but like, if you've ever been to Drake's house, it's like, motherfucker, are you serious, bro? Probably like, like I'm not surprised. You're friends with Drake. It's okay. You've, of course, you've been to his house. Fucking hell. Oh, Khaled, Khaled. Okay, well, I want one of those. That's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, nah. The fact that there's a full article about it is pretty ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. They, they, they gave him four dunnies. To talk they about. got fuck all to talk about. But I thought it was funny because I know, I know you're Seriously. a fan of, you know, anal cleansing <laughs> and keeping the batty really fresh, truly, yeah. you know. Uh, as am I, yep. but it's just funny because, yep. you know, you got a tush and it's just uh, the tushy and the dunny. So it's just piss funny and we, we talked about it last time. So I'm out here. Yeah. All about the uh, the shit. I thought, thank you for the full circle moments. I appreciate no, it. Here, bro. I'm here for it. I have uh, uh, something new for my vision wall. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> right. It's like you Let's start you start with the, start with the first level of Bati washer, then you go to the fucking like don da da. It plays music, bro. You can have like relentless playing while you drop nuggies in the morning. Do you know what I mean? I'm just dreaming like, about it right now. Like, I'm just just thinking. visualize it, bro. It'll happen. Let's go. I'm thinking what my life could be. I'm picturing you in the guest I just room want that's yeah, taking but great shit. By this by next Christmas, I want a Toto in my fucking wherever I'm living, which is probably here. I feel like we can make it work. I feel like I feel like I'll just pull out half of my bathroom just to fit this dunny in. Fuck the bath off. I'll just be like, you know what? I'll sacrifice like Yeah, I need it. All the percentage of half dunny bath. space just to put you know, bathroom space to put this dunny in. Fuck it, mate. Worth every that's penny. Fucking Worth go, every Toto. Penny. Um, I'll keep this going because I realize we're at 55 minutes. We should just shut the fuck up then. Jeez. No, it's great. It's a podcast. So if we shut the fuck up, then is it a podcast? No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. So, all right. So apparently, I don't know how much we care about this. I just saw this as we were setting up. So, uh, NBA Youngboy and Bobby Schmurder are beefing on Instagram stories of all things. So NBA Youngboy said, okay, Mr. Von Schmurder, you better stop the violence, boy. I thought you was a fan and don't lie. Go make a hit. I just want to be friends. Then he says, well, talking violent. Help me keep the peace or just stay far away, slave. Okay, interesting. Dang. Then 
Bobby Shmurda posted a video uh, saying he, I'm not, I'm not going to play it because I don't care enough. Uh, he didn't want to hear anyone bragging about what their friends have done. He would also claim that he wasn't referring to Young Boy in the first place. Oh, that was in response to this particular post. Okay, cool, cool. So he misinterpreted Young NBA Young Boy, thought that he was talking about him. He wasn't posting all this stuff then. Um, okay, so Rowdy Rebel, who is uh, Bobby Schmurder's mate, who were in, they were in jail together, um, went on My Expert Opinion podcast, which I love. Uh, so I, I've talked about that here. I think it's fantastic. Um, and then he spoke about King Von, I believe. I don't know what's going to, oh, this is going to, I feel like this is going to get confusing now. Because once you start talking about these Chicago dudes and all the alliances, yeah. it's a lot. Um, so he was talking about King Von. Maybe he wasn't supposed to talk about um, this dude. And then, so maybe NBA Youngboy was friends with King Von, probably was. Oh, how much are we really going to go into this? Then they're yelling at each other. Almost, I, I kind of regret this now. I kind of regret this. Message beefing still. Yeah, it's a bunch of dumb cunts doing yeah. dumb shit, basically, right? Uh, that's really what I'm getting. Honestly, the fact <laughs> that it keeps going, this just feels like. Look, look how long yeah, it is. It's, it's I like this an would essay. Be like three slides. What, that, All right, we're done. Yeah. I'm, I'm, also, Double XL yeah, is not the done. not the best website. I'm sorry about uh, leading you down there, mate. As uh, no, you didn't do it. I found it on Twitter. Oh, it's I guess okay. it was trending well, on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. I looked at Double XL earlier. It was like so, kind of shit still. Very gossipy and yeah, old articles, dated shit. Yeah, that's gone. Uh, that, Catch count, we're off. Sorry, guys. So if you care, Google it. But a couple of people are mad at each other. I so mean. you know that's what it is. Let's get to more important things. Trump twenty twenty four. Holy fuck, bud! Apparently, Yay went to see Donald Trump <laughs> to ask him to be his vice president. Yeah, on the I saw campaign. That video. Apparently, Trump wasn't it's didn't very, take too kindly to that, and they got in an argument or something. Very funny, um, which is kind of wild. And Ye's been hanging out with that Milo Yiannopoulos, who is sort of like a gay white nationalist type of dude who was cancelled years ago type shit. And this other dude called Nick Fuentes, who I believe is some sort of racist thing. <laughs> um, don't know a lot about him, but it's like I'm doing my best every day to stand up for yay. I'm just like, it's okay. He's not the best messenger. He means blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Now he's hanging out with these motherfuckers. It's like, oh, God. The hell's wrong with his cunt, man? I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's just hard, isn't it? I don't know what to say. I'm trying. Maybe I was doing mental backflips to make it work, but here we are. No shit. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a different bloke, eh? Neck it, there it goes. Cunt's fucked. Oh, look at that bloody rip of that. Back teeth are floating after that one, bud. Tell you what. Come on, actually, Fucking tell you what. All right, what else we got, little Nosh? Uh, So Pete Davidson. Big Nosh. I want to bring this up because it's kind of funny. I don't want to talk about this type of shit all the time. I know we talked about it a bunch, only because I had to do Kim mostly, and that's Kim is a yay thing. She got nice baps. So he was trending again. Because I think after Kim, he went off to some sort of rehab type of situation. Yeah. And now he's dating Emily Ratajkowski, who you know where if you see her. Um, she got famous from the Blurred Lines video, which was the one with Robin Thicke that got uh, – he got in trouble got, for being yeah, in Perth because yeah. they were, like, naked. Yeah. So she's, like, a known model and stuff now. So, like, she's doing her thing. So now he's dating her. and everyone's, He's, like, an, on an unprecedented run because he had – 
Who did he date? He was dating Kim, her, and there was someone else before Kim that he dated that was like notably fine. And this is Pete Davidson you talk about? Stuff. Yeah, he's just like he's a dildo. Like, yeah, but he's just smashing. He's just racking up all of the fucking yeah. like the hottest chicks in Hollywood. I, I mean, guess, so good on him. But like, he's good for you, yeah, Peter. Bit of a dildo still. Good for you, fair dildo. Yeah, fair dildo. So. That was that. We won't dwell on uh, that level of um, gossip. I do love a bit of tea, but uh, that's enough of that. Yep. Um, Drake apparently said, and I just saw, all I saw, this was a, a, a Instagram, no, it was a tweet from Fantano. And he said, mm. Drake said that the last three albums were an anthology, like a trilogy. So uh, uh, Certified Lover Boy, Honestly Nevermind, and Her Last were a. So if you, if you make, make that into a playlist and play them all in order, like, is something going to happen? Maybe. He didn't say that's, that's He didn't say any. He didn't elaborate. Mm. He just said that. Thought. I guess that probably would. Like, what do you reckon about? If that? you think about it, if you're trying to say "Lover Boy," this is him. Lover Boy is the one he's out there fucking all the bitches. Then maybe, honestly, never mind. Was like the drama, and then her last was like, "Yeah, you're gone now. Fuck you." Like it's. Huh. Um. You know, that's why it's like cocky or rap. So it went from like maybe like the smoother songs on CLB to like the dance songs where it's sort of like still, you know, going through the dramas with her or whatever the fuck and then back to kind of more smart-ass misogynistic hip-hop with her loss um, where they were just talking shit and being super cocky and, and type of thing, you know. I dig it. I can see it. Okay. Or he, maybe he just said it. I don't know. Hey, man, fuck. Cancel, uh, you know, do with it what they will, and it's gonna probably come out to some crazy YouTube video we'll watch in a few months' time where someone's like deep dove into that whole shit. Deep dived, deep dove. It's uh, what do you do there? deep dove. Dived, dived. He dived in. No, dived is a word. Yeah. Dude, I would say deep dove would be. Yeah. I don't know if you would say it like that. It first. But that is grammatically. Yeah, I just yeah, thought that. Would, I like it. You know, you know. Well, I just like sometimes I'm like, whoop. You're a grammar genius. <sighs> you don't even know. I don't know about that, bro. Look, take the fucking props. I'm gonna fucking cunt. take the props because I'm a grammar genius. You can't. Thanks, mate. There you go. That's my there boy. That there he is. All, All right, back in the game. Now this is your time to shine. Are you ready? I, Are you most ready? likely? Yeah. Okay, Fuck this yeah, is Notion Sports Corner. Notion Sports Corner, Kent. Ow! You're going to tell everybody yeah, about the World Cup, Canada and Australia particularly. Tell us all about the sports. Okay, so soccer, right? There's a ball and it's round, right. okay? And there's cunts hmm. on grass. and there's- Stop, stop, stop. Whoa, Go back whoa, to whoa, the ball. Okay, whoa, whoa. It's round. Okay, there's a ball, right? And it's a, ball. It's, it's a circle. And then cunts kick the circle- that on the ground in between gotcha. some sticks. Yeah, anyway, so uh, Canada, fuck, I don't know. Honestly, they played. They fucking got slapped, unfortunately. They did a good job. For the- Both, no, but the first game was good because they only just lost. They played Belgium and they lost 1-0. But, like, Belgians sort of molested them. But they <laughs> fucking played really well. I, I, I said that. slapped and you just, like, took it to the... Well, the you know, schmuck, the I want to have a more dramatic sphere. word. Goodness. You know the vibes. I do. So, yeah, so it was cool. I actually watched that one because okay, Dan nice. had the little links to him. So I watched that. And then the second game you're talking about, they played Croatia. Yeah, that was 
Did I, that today? Like this morning? I think it was. Uh, I was talking with Devo and he asked me to come watch it with him because he lives here. Truth. But uh, I was not able to and I was not out of bed at 11 a.m. Um, but they lost. Like, they, they got pretty thumped. That's what you were referring to. Like yeah, 4-1. That's something. right. So 26th and no, 27th is today. Australia. So wait. What are we talking about here? So Canada, I was talking about Canada Yeah, first. Croatia, so now we Croatia can, was absolutely thumped us, thumped Canada. Even okay. Though, but then that's us. I guess that's us. We can claim okay, it. Okay, cool. We're doing it. 4 1. We've been here a long time. 4 1. And this was for third place they were playing for. Right. How do you know more about sports than me, dude? I remember it from other times. You're a fucking cunt. Plus, I'm a fucking sports You're fanatic. You're a fucking sports All fanatic. I do. Australia beat Tunisia, which was pretty sweet. One zippy. And who is Australia playing? They were, Oh, in the second game. Or in the first game. Uh, that's their second game, I think. Oh, so that would be because they lost, they the, lost first the first game, one right? to France. Okay, so then I think that means they just got third in their division because I think the divisions have four. No, they're not called divisions. They're groups. called groups. And it means they got, came third out of four. So basically they play, two teams play, and then I guess it's sort of like whoever wins the most games go to the top, and then I don't know what happens. I think the, I think the top two move on to the next. Oh, I see. So we didn't, we didn't uh, okay. Yeah. That's, look, I'm a fucking, I know nothing. So I might be wrong, but that is my limited understanding of how this works. Fucking sweet as, man. That makes sense to me, eh? Where's the British sports fan when you need Starting to get into it. Seriously, yeah. The, tomorrow's games are starting to get uh, some pretty good fucking lineups. So the next few days will be how it go pretty for? sweet. Uh, honestly, until like the next two weeks at least. Okay. So it's going to be a bit... So our old landlord in Toronto, when we first moved here, we lived in a place for, I lived there for two years. Uh, you probably lived there longer. December 18th and, will be, uh, sorry, old, December 18th will be the semi-final. So around just before Chrissy, mate. Oh, shit. Wow, they're going right out. So our old landlord, his brother is Atiba Hutchinson, who is one of the big players for Canada, for Team Canada. And he also plays in, I want to say the Netherlands, if he's told me before. In the EuroLeague? Nice. Um. Yeah, he's like doing really well. So he's there. I saw. You know, I was speaking to him on Instagram. Um, I've been talking to him a bunch because he was going to help me some stuff with houses and shit. Uh, he's come to Montreal a couple of times. We just kept in touch. He's a G. He really held us down, man. Gave us a place to live when we first moved to Canada. So yeah, I always got love for same. him. And um, his wife is um a good friend of both of ours. Worked with her a bunch on music as well. So it's um cool to see but yeah i know he was actually there and i saw he posted his mum was there too it's pretty exciting it's so amazing man like, what a moment and and atiba's 39 like he's not young and he's fucking zipping up and down the field the cunt is a beast so it's uh it's very cool to see man it's good to see the homies and like that made me want to watch because then we know we're like one step removed from uh from it yeah and it made us feel like a bit more invested as wanting to win because you know it's fucking cool fucking sweet as yeah man that's, uh, that's kind of all we got for this week. How you feel about that? I feel that's pretty, pretty fucking good, mate. Back teeth are pretty much floating, so, so this is actually right, quite right. nice timing. 
to wrap it up, I just want to give a shout out to my lactose t-shirt. Uh, my friend Nate, shout out to Nate, at Nathan Does Beer gave me this. It's more for the beer stuff. It's like the uh, Lacoste logo, but it's a cow. And lactose is a joke on our, at. we have a Twitter account called Team Lactose. So we're just making fun because for a while there in beer, people didn't like, they got really mad when breweries use lactose sugar. And they still do. Um, ingredient. And they still do. They get a little, they don't get really mad anymore. Though. People are silly. But to me, this is a, people are pretty ridiculous. So- um, oh, look at that. Dan texting jerks now. Tell him to bugger off. Oh, Fuck Dan. Silly cunt. Uh, right, Love you, mate. Cunt. So we'll... Ah, so good. Let's take this screenshot. Ah, shit. You fucking pricks. And do some flamage because right. I don't have... I'm doing... Boo. That's all right. Ready? Oh, yeah. Where can every cunt in the world uh, find you online? Every single cunt in the world can find me at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and TikTok. At Notion MTB uh, for mountain biking fun stuff. At Ill Note Studios on Instagram and Facebook. IllNoteStudios.com. NotionBeats.com. Get a dog inside of you. See Feezy? Mate, you can get me at CWEFOR on Twitter and Instagram and at CWTMF on Facebook and TikTok. The... Uh, um, no, that's it. Guys, thank you for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the flip and thumbs up and subscribe below. Hit the mother. Give us a thumb. Hit the notification Ding. bell. So you know when the new drops. Follow us everywhere at The Movement Fam. We drop every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, you know, we'll keep in touch. Make sure to check out NotionBeats.com. Check out yeah. uh, Relentless Deluxe. Yeah. Um, buy Toxic City December 16th. Yeah. You know, squad is out here. We'll see y'all in the next episode, you fucking legends. Next Get one. Get a dog up. Get here. two dogs up, yeah. Next Have one. Have a nice one. Be safe. Three. Oh, three. Be good. Three dogs. Be good, cunts. Three Just dog be good, cunts. cunts. Be good, cunts. Happy Thanksgiving to our American cunts. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Yanks, mate. Yeah, you cunts. <laughs> Love all you cunts. Fucking Yanks. Love them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peace. Peace and love. You can't.